Is this a podcast? Or are we? I don't know. Are we doing? Oh, something? okay. I guess. Well, if you want here, we'll go ahead and start. Are we doing something here. Well, let's uh. Let's, let's Who are start you? Show. Hey, what the f- is? What the f- buddy is? What the? Oh wait, sorry, that's a different <laughs> show. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, uh, okay. Shall we? Shall we start the show? Are you thinking about it, Hermes? <laughs> yes. I'm not quite ready yet. Okay. <laughs> Hermes, don't don't release the box into the into the sun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> show tired welcome, welcome beat up tired yeah. well who are you well one, tell the people you're down. Down, at least <laughs> i am you am who grizzled what i'm grizzled grizzled not yet not that's, that doesn't come for another <laughs> couple weeks but and then the curse befouls you too. But anywho, I'm Jeremiah, and I'm joined by Caleb. I hope. Hey. <laughs> uh, so curious, just because I know you got yours before mine. Have you taken your booster shot yet? No. There's. I mean, that's not official yet. Well, it's eight but... I know they were saying eight months. Um, yeah, are you? Have you hit the eight month point yet? I got mine in March or something. Okay, because yeah, I got well, yeah, you you got your second dose in March. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I I got mine I think at the beginning of April, so I'm good until December. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, gotta be on top of it, and also I think tomorrow I'm going in uh, for the flu shot. Uh, have you gotten that yet? No. no. Gotta get, gotta get on that, Caleb. <laughs> gotta, mm. gotta get that high. <laughs> I think it's making me think of uh, Raisin Arizona with uh, Francis McDormand. He needs his dip tat. <laughs> I um, I only kind of get the flu shot like every other weird year. That that way, I can like zig and zag and the. The vaccine demons won't get me. Oh, yeah. 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 Let's not put out misinformation. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremiah, there are vaccine demons. demons. And, de- that have demon sperm. And, and, and 
They're trying to get me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, Alex Jones was talking about it the other day, yeah. and he also took horse. Well, he said he took that horse uh, uh, dewormer on his show. Probably was a vitamin. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a paste or something. I thought. Yeah. Well, I think, or maybe he had like the whatever the pill form, like the the that was supposed to be like the the for humans, but still, still, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it, it was like he said, "Oh yeah, it was this pill." It clearly was not. It was probably like I said, a vitamin or something yeah. that he took. The suppository. <laughs> that is. But um, but anywho, uh, for those of you listening, please get the booster and please keep listening. Yeah, and please keep li- for the three of you still still on board. So, um, get the booster and get the flu shot. It's it's just it's it's part of being. It, it's like voting. Okay, it's actually more important in many ways. It's your duty as an American. Do it, uh, but yeah. Um, uh, so what have you been up to this week? Getting the crap beat out of me by oh, life, yeah. <laughs> my job, yeah. Uh, um, nothing, nothing. Um, oh, there, let's go ahead and get this out of the way. Um, so I forgot to mention, you know, we were talking about that Shang-Chi trailer. Yeah. Um, one thing I forgot to mention that I was going to was when they first got to the magic land, uh, Tala or whatever it was called. Yeah. Uh, Talo. Um, you know, it showed those nine tailed foxes. Mm hmm the white foxes that makes me wonder because there's a character a new character called white fox yeah um she's korean and but this you know this movie was like chinese based but well, is, is that because i know there is like that whole there is that legend i, I forget which yeah they're called is. kumaho yeah um and kumaho is korean okay. in Jap- uh, japan there's it's got a different name, and then in Chinese, it's uh, another name. Um, so this being Chinese, just showing how white you are. <laughs> like that's uh, got a name. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, I looked it up the other night, and I just I don't really want to look it up again. <laughs> but um, you know, I'll do it for you, Jeremiah. <laughs> well, I'd hope you do it for our listeners. <laughs> yeah, they don't give a crap. Um, Way to alienate. <laughs> okay, oh, so already alienated. <laughs> yeah, it, in Japanese it's Kitsune, and in Chinese it's Kuli Jing, mm-hmm. or you know, however you would say that. Yeah. Um, but a Kumaho is a fox or a, a kind of a demon. That can turn into a woman or or a nine tailed fox, and wasn't it, there uh, wasn't there a, um, a robot, the Death Love and Robots? Uh, yeah, the, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, and um, they seduce boys and eat their liver or heart. Mm. Anyway, um, there's a character called White Fox in Marvel now, part of the 
um, their their effort to make more Asian characters. Yeah. Um, and you know they had the agents of Atlas, mm-hmm. who Jimmy Woo was their leader. And wasn't there and, like a there's a gorilla and um... well those were the old agents of Atlas. Oh, okay. So that was like man gorilla or whatever his name is. <laughs> Um, but the new ones were uh, Amadeus Cho in his Hulk form, Hulk, Hulk form but he's called Braun now. Oh. Um, I'm called Braun. Braun, I'm Braun now. Um, <laughs> I'm Doctor Mrs. The Monarch. Now. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that made me think. Of oh, sweetie, Monarch butterflies only live twenty four hours, um, or whatever it was. I don't know, two days. <laughs> But uh, but, yeah, uh, go on. but a- anyway, so there's another character called Luna Snow, who's like a K-pop singer, mm-hmm. who also has superpowers, and oh, one called Wave, and they're all from different type, different parts of you know the Pan Asian mm-hmm. area. Uh, but anyway, one of them is White Fox, and she's a Korean secret agent who is a uh, Kumaho. So she's a sex pot. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I, when they showed that, I was like, ooh, I, I guess they're setting up maybe that character or something, or it's yeah. just a little Easter egg, you know? Yeah. Anyway, so we've spent a lot of time on that that yeah. uh, wasn't necessary, probably. Oh, well, but now, but it does <laughs> make a good segue to uh, they did just release the trailer for uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, uh, I saw that. And it, it looks interesting. I'm, you know, um, interested to see where it goes. Um, yeah, so he sees on TV somebody is using his Ronin persona, car- persona yeah. and then he finds the person, and it turns out to be Kate Bishop. Or I about said Kate Walsh, but that's yeah. an actress. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld. Stein, it's Steinfeld, right? No, it, yeah, it's Steinfeld, but she's, I wanted to make the yeah. Seinfeld reference. Yeah. Because she's Jake Steinfeld, as in like body by Jake, like his, I think his niece, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but anyway, yeah, and it it kind of makes you wonder: are the are the people that are after them? Is that uh, Yelena, uh, the new Black Widow? What's her last name? Um, Hold on, what? No. <laughs> Since he's what? I guess. What are you gonna do all night? Watch to, computer videos? No, I have to start studying stuff on Friday. And you're yet. actually going to do that? Yeah. I have to um, mm-hmm. get flashcards. I haven't been able to do that. Because okay. He's lying. She's going to look at porn. <laughs> yeah, I, that, I, I, <laughs> I know that. All right. So you were saying... Uh, but yeah, so it kind of so you know you see the bad guys. You know, there's a lot of bad guys coming after both Hawkeye and Kate, um, and it kind of makes you wonder: is this, are, are they being sent by Yelena um, Belova? Yeah, Yelena Belova, the Black Widow, the, the now probably. Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since they kind of implied that at the end of Black Widow, that she's going to be sort of the nemesis in the first season. Um, and then also, well, what role does Madame Hydra, you know, play in this? You know, so yeah. Um, but or... yeah, it looks like Renner, like, you know, because really Renner hasn't really had because he's had to share 
screen time with everybody. Um, well, you know, technically everybody. still sharing screen time. Yeah. But for the most part, though, like, it's it's him and her. Like, there's not, like, because he's always been in, like, the Avengers stuff. Like, he's never really had his own standalone stuff. So I'll be interested to see what he does with it, because it almost looks like they're kind of going to, because, you know, in the comics, that was one of the things that I always liked about Clint Barton is he's a smartass, you know. And yeah. He never really did that in the uh, in the in the you know, the Avengers movies, but mm-hmm. it kind of looks like he's doing that here. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of I'm hoping that we do get the smartass Clint Barton that we never really got in uh, the the uh, the Avengers movies. Um, Got around late. Um. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you. Well, thank you. I'm glad you feel that way. Um, um, well, it, I was thinking about this too. It's like God, I like that. I like that they're using the Matt Fraction era uh, branding for the the logo. You know, with the arrow. Whenever they, because that, that's whenever they introduced uh, Kate Bishop, yeah, as uh, yeah. as the new Hawkeye. And, yeah. Um, and uh, you know, I was thinking about this. It's like Jeremy Renner is getting up there. He's, I think, he's fifty now. So it's like, God, gross. It, yeah, <laughs> but it's just like, well, I mean, and granted, uh, Robert Downey Jr. towards the end was in his mid to late fifties. So Ugh. it's weird though how like you know these guys are. You know, still, still being, and the fact that they can still do this stuff is remarkable. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, did it say, is it coming? I'm assuming it's coming out in Christmas because of the. Well, it's November. Uh, oh. it's like November 24th or something okay. like that. So right around the same time as Spider Man. Yeah, because I noticed they were using like the Christmas song, the yeah. Christmas music in the trailer. Yeah, um, it's. I think I saw November 24th. Yeah. And, uh, so that's, you know, so that's, that's something to look forward to and only a couple months away. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see the Matrix trailer? Yes, I well, did. And it, it looks pretty, uh, pretty badass. Yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty, I thought you were going to say it looks pretty boss. Yeah. <laughs> it's boss. It's, it's totally boss. Uh, but, uh, um, it's so shway. Yeah. <laughs> it's totally shway, um, Jeremy. Uh, I mean, I I I want it to be good because God, those other two Matrix trailers, like or, I mean, the, the Matrix sequels, Reloaded and uh, Revolution, were god awful. Yeah, because <laughs> it's it's funny, you know, because in the original Matrix, he was all like kind of clean cut and had the short hair. Yeah, well, and he's young. And now he's got now he's got Wick. the well, I know that's what <laughs> I'm saying. Now he's got the John Wick look, and he's yeah. just like. Whoa, because <laughs> he's probably um, I'm assuming he was probably building what, inside. What is a Neo? Who is oh. Neo? Uh, uh, but no. But, yeah. So what's the deal with um, Lawrence Fishburne? They just I don't know, and I'm like, wondering if well, because I'm wondering if um, because oh, the, the guy playing him that's um, Yahweh or Yah 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 Yahweh. Well, not Yahweh. Yeah, uh, Yah I think it's how you say his name, uh-huh. and I can't remember his last name right now. But uh, he's the same guy that was in Candyman. And um, uh, God, well, he was in Aquaman, and he played uh, Doctor Manhattan in the in the um, yeah. Uh, so I'm, what? Show. Lawrence Fishburne is just too old. Now I think. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think he's because I think he's either supposed to be his son. Because I remember there was rumor that he was supposed to be his son or a younger version. But it couldn't really be a younger version of him because I don't, unless this is unless this is supposed to be a prequel, 
you know, <laughs> but I kind of doubt it. No, I because it's after because yeah. like he's there with Trinity. Yeah, you mean no, then, no, no, you didn't say it right. You mean Trinity, Trinity, Trinity. whoa, whoa, whoa. Um. Well, and that's the other thing too is that both of both, like, you know, this is the big sort of question mark in the air is, you know, because Trinity and him both die in at the end of Revolution. Well, no, remember like. He he agrees to go back into the matrix as long as, like the guy, the architect, like brings them all back or something. Mm -hmm. Like well, they were gonna, or he was giving, he was going to give them his remains. Essentially, is what I thought it was. Yeah, something like yeah, well, he would guys, he would go he? back in if if like everybody was spared or yeah. saved or something or given, like, or given the option to leave. But yeah, but, but yeah. Well, well, Trinity clearly dies. She gets impaled whenever the. You know the uh, uh, ship is going through all that. Stuff. Yeah, but right. Neo Neo can rewrite everything. But this was in the real world. <laughs> no, the real the real world wasn't it was the, the real, real world. Real world, Caleb. Yeah, it wasn't the real real world. Yeah, but I do, I was... do like how they're implying that you know he is he's taking the blue pill as medication. You know, <laughs> yeah, that, that I thought was kind of an interesting little take on there. Yeah, um, but uh, but no, interesting. Um, it'll be like you know, and that's that's uh, coming out at the end of the year, so it'll be another one of those dual releases. Um, don't know if I really, I don't know if I'm gonna see it in the theater, or I mean, it's one of those that I probably should, because you know yeah. how the how those movies are made are made to be like viewed yes. on a large screen, and you know with the with the sound system coming at you, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. And I guess it's I guess it was written by both uh, the Wachowski sisters, but only directed by uh, <laughs> Lana. Uh -huh. um, which did I ever tell you my Lana Wachowski story? Uh, I think you did, but Cause it, well, go ahead for the for the listeners. Because um, they live the Wachowskis actually live in Chicago, and that's why if you watch the first Matrix movie, there are kind of a lot because it's it's supposed to be an ambiguous city, but there are a lot of um, nods to Chicago, like. The train that runs uh, Agent Smith down, uh, it says loop on the front uh -huh. of it, which is, you know, as we all know, like that's what it says on like the brown and, and purple line. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and there's like names of streets and stuff like that and neighborhoods, uh, just little nods to Chicago. Yeah. And um, anywho, uh, this is when I worked at a place called Fountainhead. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, there was a private party going on in the back, and suddenly, like you know, I see people come in. And I was like, "Hey, how are you, how are you doing?" And I just noticed, man, this woman is really tall and <laughs> familiar. And I couldn't, I was, you know, and and uh, you know, she had asked, "Oh, uh, we're for we're here for whatever uh, get together." And I was like, and in the middle of in the middle of telling her where it was, I realized. Holy shit! This is Lana Wachowski. <laughs> yeah, they said we're here for Rory's first kiss or last yeah. kiss or whatever it was. It was. Rory's first kiss, which was yeah. the, the the secret <laughs> title for uh, or, Dark, Dark yeah Night. Dark Knight, <laughs> which we were nearly in accidentally. But they told us to get out of the shots. Yeah, they said you get out of here. Yep. They said Michael Etzel. <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, but no, so it was just, and I was, I really wish I had worked that party because, like, then I told the, I told the guy who was working that private party, I'm like, 
dude, one of the creators of the Matrix is in that background. <laughs> so, and, uh, and so, yeah. Uh, but no, it's, and apparently, I guess they they live somewhere in like uh, forget if it's it's either uh, Ravenswood or, or Andersonville. It's one of those two neighborhoods. Oh, our old stomping grounds. What's that? Our old stomping grounds. <laughs> you mean old? <laughs> those are my current stomping grounds. No, you're in Rogers Park. Yeah, but I worked in I worked in uh, Ravenswood, Lincoln. Street yeah, but Lincoln. we used to live there. Well, I did. In, uh, yeah, you were you were a little south of Ravenswood, weren't you? Well, I don't. I was on like the it was border. still it was still technically. Though. Yeah, I was on I was on the border of <coughs> Ravenswood and Lincoln Square. You were at Taco and, Bell, uh, huh? You were Taco, at Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Well, it was the only restaurant to survive the franchise <laughs> wars, Caleb. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love a burrito like the next guy, but you might. <laughs> Why is this uh, Raymond Cocktail taking me to Taco Bell? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna oh what you mean we can't even kiss no more? Damn, that was a good kisser. Uh I do love in that the Taco Bell thing though, how excited Sandra Bullock is. I know, yeah. <laughs> so it's kinda like, what is Taco Bell? <laughs> um but yeah, uh, anywho, uh, did you see... Nobody died. Yeah, well, no, actually, they did. They uh, did? I have two that, oh. uh, uh, but I don't know, do we want to, do we want to get to that now, or should we wait till the end? Whenever. They'll, they're not going anywhere, okay. so we can well, wait. Uh, first off, uh, well, did you see the newest episode of What If? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, what did you think? Uh... Well, I mean, that's obviously the picture we've been seeing of Spider-Man in the Doctor Strange. Do- yeah, or so cloak of, le- cloak of levitation. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the cloak of Wingardium Leviosa. Uh, so I guess that's not an episode that we're going to be seeing, but, uh, yeah. It was different than the comics, of yeah. course. But I did, I did love that there were still a few Easter eggs that that nodded toward it, like the the whole like T'Challa getting his leg chopped off so that to sustain. Of course, in the book, it was uh, it was it was Hank Pym was keeping him alive so he would have like you know so that he would have uh, food so he could think because that was the thing was it's like if they ate they could think yeah here. yeah yeah. Well, that was in that was in like the third one, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that like, well, it's in the. It was in like the first. It was in the first um, story, or, or like the first story arc um, of like because uh, I remember that like the only survivors are like to, are, are T'Challa and then the people who were up on Asteroid M. Yeah, and because um, <clears throat> you have you know because you know Fabian Cortez <laughs> comes down. Okay. That's how they said it in the cartoon. So anytime I say his <laughs> yeah. name, I have to say. Cortez. <laughs> what a great acting choice by the guy who played Magneto on the cartoon. Cortez, Fabian Cortez. But yeah, but uh, because um, and what was it? And and the head wasn't even like the the jar, the head in the jar thing that with uh, uh Ant Man. That yeah. was the Wasp in uh in the comics. Remember, because she was zomb- like she was zombified. She found out what Hank Pym was doing. 
and then he grabbed her and bit her head off. Yeah. Of course, like, you know, she was still alive. Uh, you know, her head was still alive anyway. And so yeah. then they put it in sort of a, a jar. He obviously and, oh, didn't was, swallow. Uh, and, um, oh, the other survivor in the comic was, uh, was, uh, Forge, because he was the one that made all the new limbs and stuff and, like, made, made her a body. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, but yeah, here was the thing that I thought was kind of funny was that I remember, like, like some of the voices that I wasn't sure about, like, I wasn't sure, um, if Evan- if that was Evangeline Lilly's voice. It was. I know, I know, and, that, and that's what I'm getting at is, like, yeah. um, like she was one. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's really her or even Emily Vandekamp because like it's not like she has a very um, Van Camp, uh, Van Camps, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's not like she has a very. Where do you live? I live in a Van Camp <laughs> by the river. Um, <laughs> but it's not like she has a distinct voice. I could have sworn that the that Spider Man was Tom Holland. I was like, man, they got. I know, Tom yeah. I, he did. He sounded like Tom Holland, yeah. and then it wasn't. And it was some other. It was just some other guy. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Which I guess it's because Mr. they probably Stark. they probably don't have Tom Holland uh, since he since his uh, contract is partially with Sony they probably don't have him for all the projects like they do the other actors yeah um, but uh, but no I um, I like the you know I, I like the thing with the uh, you know where like you know the Hulks they could not pe- like the zombies couldn't penetrate Hulk's skin yeah <laughs> what that was because kind of, like that invites him he's like oh thank thanks for Thanks for helping me out there, big guy. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, and that that was kind of a nod to the comics too, wasn't it? Because like Banner, he couldn't turn into the Hulk. What or or was he turned also? I think in he the was, comics. If I recall that the Hulk, I think was turned. Yeah. But, I, I was trying to remember. There was there was something where. Like the Hulk would, he didn't want to come out, but he would show up just enough to keep him safe. Mm-hmm. That may have been something else. Was that, um, that wasn't world, was that the Hulk the end? Because mm. I know, like, that in that one, it's basically like the Hulk won't let Banner die. Like, yeah. It's just like, yeah, because he, it's, ba- it's like civilization is basically gone, so it's just like mm. Hulk and the cockroaches, <laughs> or yeah. Banner and the cockroaches, and it just like Hulk refuses to let him die. So if like <laughs> something ha- like if you know radiation or something come, or not radiation, but like oh, I think they're like carnivorous bugs or something try to attack him, he turns into the Hulk, and it's like oh, well now he's fine, you know? <laughs> yeah, so that might be that. Um, but uh. But yeah, um, you know, I enjoy it. Yeah. I liked a lot of the, the nods, you know, the, um, you know, kind of like, you know. It, 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 it also kind of didn't end. Like, it was yeah. just like, we're going to Wakanda. Kinda. And then it was like, wait, but did you succeed? Well, but or it, or it, was it, Wakanda it kind of, overrun? It kind of implies that they're, that they're still screwed because zombie Thanos right, shows the, up. Yeah, you see that he's still that he has the Infinity Gauntlet, and it's kind of imply it's implying Doom, which really a lot of those what if stories, because that's the whole point is that this is they go down this path, and because they go down this path, bad crap happens, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, oh, there was I had oh, uh, and that was a uh, I like how they even brought uh Dave Dismulchin back yeah. as the 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 guy that was on Ant Man. Hurt. Too. Yeah, Kurt um, on Ant Man's crew because at first I was thinking, wait, who's that supposed to be? And then as soon as I heard him do the the um, uh, Russian accent, 
I was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's the guy on on the on the crew. <laughs> Too bad we didn't get uh, uh, Michael. Uh, oh, what's his face? I can't think of his name. The Latino guy. Um, oh, um, Pena. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Crazy. See what happened was. Yeah. It's crazy, super fine. You know. <laughs> I still love the. She was crazy. She was stupid. stupid. She was fine. (laughs) No, Stan. You gotta say crazy, stupid, fine. (laughs) I'll say the lines how I want to say them. (laughs) Oh god, but uh, but yeah, um, you know, I I can't remember have they released because it seems like they always release the thing like the night before, uh, like you know, on what it's gonna be, yeah, and. uh, like, let me even see what uh, what it says it is here. Let's see here. Marble, what if, M-A-R-V-E-L, what if, what if, Jeffrey Wright. Uh, let's see here. So we are at, what is, it's going to be the 15th, yeah. Hmm. Um. So it looks like it's it's gonna be. Oh, okay. It's gonna be like the what if. Um. Oh yeah, it's um. Killmonger. Yeah. What if Killmonger saves Tony Stark? Yeah. So it look. It kind of. It kind of looks like, and just from the pictures I'm showing, it looks like Tony Stark is going to go after Wakanda. Like they're gonna use Stark tech to fight the Wakandans. Hmm. So because probably he's probably doing it as a favor. And let's see here. Wonder if they get. Uh, I wonder if it'll end in doom. Mm, doom. And uh, does not say because I was gonna see if it had um, Michael B. Jordan. Uh, has Chadwick Boseman? Like, the only people that are, are credited right now are Chad or Jeffrey Wright, of course. Uh, Chadwick Boseman, um, uh, Denai Guerrera, uh, and then John Ken- uh, Kenny, the guy who played T'Chaka. So. Mm. T'Chaka. Uh, but uh but yeah so it should be good i mean i haven't haven't disappointed yet so um and uh trying to think if there was else that was worth noting uh in that episode uh did you notice anything <laughs> we're fine uh well how are so you people Apparently, people on the internet are up mad at Hank Pym because that's now twice he's screwed things up. Yep. So. Well, I mean, he is. That is kind of a in you know in the comics, Hank Pym is a guy you know who who is kind of a screw up. Well, he, he's like you know he always he has good intentions, but they like that's like the whole Ultron thing. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. in the comics, he's responsible for Ultron. He had good intentions when he made Ultron. But then it comes around and bites him in the ass. <laughs> yeah, you know. and and uh, he, when he's kind of feeling down about himself and he's jealous of uh, Janet. Oh, Janet. Janet, and um, he's like trying to. He's been readmitted to the team. He's trying too hard, mm-hmm. and he <clears throat> attacks like an unarmed or or a a bad guy who gave up. Like Captain America had talked this person down. She was like this sorceress from, you know, way back that came to modern era. And, <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And he talked, Captain America talked her down, and then Hank Pym, like, goes, I've got her, and then, like, shoots this little, his little blaster gun and hits her in the back. And uh, they court-martial him. And uh, to try to redeem himself, he creates this robot in secret that the only way to destroy it is to hit it, like, right in the stomach. And only he knows that, so he'll end up being the hero uh, when it attacks. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. And and Janet knew the whole time. She's like, wait, you did this, didn't you? He goes, wait, no, no, I didn't. And so he goes away in shame. And uh, My secret shame. Yeah, and this was also around the time that he beat her and they got divorced. Yeah, well, and it, yeah, I know how, I remember they retconned the whole thing of like, they talked about how the pen particles messed with his mind and that's why he beat her. <laughs> well, but also they kind of retconned it more during Secret Invasion. Yeah. And they said that that was the time that he was a scroll uh, or, or something, or, or it was just after that. Mm hmm. That he that the scroll got him. So he la I'm gonna let him beat his wife first, then I'm going <laughs> to replace him. <laughs> yeah. Um or or something. I can't remember exactly what the time frame was, but I I remember when they revealed that the Hank Pym that we knew in the modern era was a scroll. Yeah. Um I think they made it around that time that he got abducted. Yeah. And, well, and that's he, that's why he was acting so crazy. I remember the um the there's the thing where it, I think it's in Avengers Disassembled where um Iron Man is uh, uh, addressing the United Nations and he sees there's the uh, Latvian guy sitting up front looking all smug and because you know because this is like Scarlet Witch doing her you know manipulating them mm -hmm. on, like, unbeknownst like she doesn't realize she's doing it but she's doing it you know. Uh, kind of like in WandaVision. Um, yeah. And uh, there's the thing where he sees him and then he just starts going off on him and basically saying, look at this smug son of a bitch up here. <laughs> you know, how do you get it? Like, you know, how, how did this guy get a table in the front? And like, just, you know, he's like, maybe we should just go, we should just do a full on invasion of his country and all this stuff. And, and I remember Hank and, you know, Hank goes over to, to Tony and he's like, Tony, you, you need to calm down. And he goes, don't you have a wife to beat? <laughs> Yeah, like ouch. Yeah, and because uh, you know, and people because people were thinking, oh my god, Tony's drinking again. He's like, no, I'm not. I don't know where that came from. You know, it's because he was being manipulated <laughs> by Scarlet Witch. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, so yeah, um, looking forward to the next one, and uh, hopefully, uh, trying to think, uh, went, uh, far from home, or, or I mean, no way home. That is, uh, it's like the twenty first. Of November? Of or? November. So it comes out around the same time as Hawkeye. Okay. Um, yes, as Hot Guy. Yeah, <laughs> hot, hot Guy. There we go. Okay. I, I... Or Hawk, Hawk Guy. Hawkman. <laughs> Hawkman. Hawk You'll never get me, Hawkman. <laughs> Uh, you haven't watched any of um, are you are you still behind on Titans, right? Yeah, Doom Patrol's coming out. Yes, soon. yeah. Which they actually that's the did you were you caught up with Doom Patrol? No, I'm still behind on that one a little yeah. bit too. I think because yeah, they uh, actually never 
concluded the last season because of COVID. Mm. So what we're going to, so I think they're, you know, cause it, cause it ends on a real downer. <laughs> like, like, just like, you're like, man, nothing's been resolved. <laughs> and, uh, but now like, yeah, that's, that's kind of what they're talking about. So basically the season premiere is going to be the completion of what, what was supposed to be the finale of last season and then they'll they'll go on with the rest well, of the regular season. That, uh what was the what's that? Kind of, what was the kind of finale? Well do you want me to spoil well, it? Well I or? mean don't spoil it, just say what it was. I can't really without spoiling it. Well what I mean was it you could say something. Something. Be <laughs> well, be I mean, creative. Well um You don't have to spoil everything. Yeah, no, I really don't. There's really no way to say how it ends without spoiling it. Well, when when They're was all... the the one where that boy, kind of, like Mister Nobody or whatever his name is, uh, kind of helps them to get rid of the eye in the sky. Oh, um, with the Adam Tudyk character or Alan Tudyk? Yeah, yeah. Uh, like he's like oh i don't like this at all i've got it you know uh when yeah. the, there's like that cult that yeah. cre has that boy and they're riding all over his body and then they're but then like they create because then like they create they go back in time or something and then they create a different cult right that, uh, yeah. that cancels out the bad cult and mm -hmm. that's what mr nobody helped them do yeah and yeah, they just end up on this blank can like him and the 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 hair eater guy end up on a blank like a blank canvas. Like mm -hmm. like trapped in like a like I guess it's supposed to be like a blank void that they're trapped in. Um I don't that's the thing is I'm trying to remember season one. It's been forever since I've seen it. Wow, the Raiders um, just beat the Ravens. Mm. Or or they're in the process of it. Sports. Nope, the, nope they did. They beat them. Mm. Tough game, thirty-three twenty-seven. It's rough. It's pretty impressive. That's pretty GD impressive. Yeah. <laughs> or actually, wait for it, Caleb. Let me. Uh, let me find it. Uh, where are you, voice? Where are you, voice? There you are. Uh, where is it? Oh, there we go. That's pretty goddamn impressive. <laughs> I just don't love that. <laughs> That's pretty goddamn impressive. <laughs> oh, that never gets old. Uh. <laughs> oh, but anywho, um, well, uh, shall we move on to some some sad news, as Evan Tunzing would say? Yeah, sad news. Um, uh, there were uh, a couple of deaths. Uh. They actually happened a while ago, but didn't get reported until recently. Um, so I'll go with the one that happened first. Uh, let me find him here. Uh, actor or famous character actor Michael Constantine. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, away. yeah. He remember, passed away on yeah. the at the end of uh, of uh, August. My big fat Greek wedding. Yeah, he was most famously he was the dad from My Big Fat Greek Wedding. Uh, he was the sort of sinister patriarch uh, uh, gypsy in. You know, he's the one that curses the guy and makes him mm. get thinner. 
he was also uh do you remember the movie my life with michael keaton uh yeah it's where he's it's where michael keaton uh he's going to be like he uh like nicole kidman plays his wife and she's she's pregnant and michael keaton finds out that he has like inoperable cancer and um and so he decides he wants to make like a video diary for his son so that he knows who he is and um and his and uh michael constantine kind of plays his estranged father um and like they they don't like each other and like and to the point where like he doesn't even tell them like he has you know michael constantine has to get updates and hear from nicole kidman's character because she's the only one that will actually talk to them because michael keaton basically is like uh no i'm i washed my hands with him Mm. Uh, and he was yeah he was actually really good in that uh he was also in uh he did a bunch of uh a bunch of tv oh he was in um the hustler with um paul newman and jackie gleason you know a famous sort of Mm -hmm. uh pool pool movies where he plays fast eddie uh or where paul newman plays fast eddie um and then he was, like I said, did a bunch of TV in the 50s and, and, and 60s. And in fact, he is in probably one of the most socially relevant, uh, even still socially relevant episodes of The Twilight Zone. And I think we've talked about it uh, before. It's the episode called um, I Am the Night, Color Me Black. Uh, you, remember, you know which one I'm talking about? Uh, not by the title. It's the one where, um, like, they're, uh, they're, a man's about to be executed for murdering, uh, like, a white supremacist. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's a guy who, who um, you know, the, the, he, like, the, the guy he murdered, and he, you know, he's a white guy, and he murdered this other white guy who lynched um, some black guy. And, um, and when they wake, you know, and he's set to, he's set to be executed, um, uh, at, you know, later that day. And they wake up and it's like 6 a.m. and they're like, it's pitch black outside. What's, what's going on here? And the idea is that all the hate that is basically surrounding that town because of, you know, oh, he killed this racist guy and, mm. and all this stuff. And it's like, but you know, like, so basically it's, it's saying that because, you know, there's all this hateful, like this, this racial hate going on that it's just basically turning the world black. And how mm. it spreads, like it. So you mean like twenty, twenty? Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But it's it literally like it's becoming permanent. It's becoming permanent midnight. Like it's basically the whole the whole world is going, and it's it's sort of spawning from this town. And uh, it's really, like I said, it's a really well written, really really good episode. And uh, George, Go- you know, you've got George Goober Lindsay in it, and he plays. A character that's very against type for him, like he—he's not the lovable goober in this. He's a just like a horrible racist deputy, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and yeah, Michael Constantine plays the sheriff, who's kind of like, you know, um, <clears throat> like morally upright, and he's just kind of like, you know, this is the law. We've got to kind of, you know, it's like this, you know, I don't necessarily agree with this, but this is the law, and we have to do it. Um, and yeah, and it's uh. Uh, and yeah, and like I said, it's one of the, it's one of the. I mean, there there are actually there are plenty of Twilight Zone episodes that are um, uh, socially that are still quite relevant. Uh, and this is definitely in like the top, uh, I'd say even top five. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but yeah, he uh, he was ninety four when he died. Um, natural causes, uh, you know, I mean, you know, because he's ninety four years old. 
but yeah, he um I'm trying to see if he actually got me um I guess he won uh uh let's see here, several primetime enemies um and uh is nominated for uh let's see here, Golden Globe for the uh uh my big track you know, my big ah, bah, my big fat Greek wedding. That's what I was trying to say. Uh, <laughs> but uh but yeah. Uh, you know, he, you know, said he had about, let's see, how many, I think a hundred and, yeah, 182 acting credits. So, yeah, he's just one, like Ed Asner, he was just one of those guys that worked, you know? Um, and it's, you know, unfortunately, I mean, it's unfortunately, it's unfortunate that we lost him, but still, I mean, we had many years with him. So, uh, RIP Michael Constantine. I, uh, sidebar, I used to always get him and Paul Sorvino mixed up. Yeah, because they look very much alike. Yeah, they could have been brothers. <laughs> brother, my his brother, his brother was a brother. <laughs> brother was a mother. What I say? <laughs> um, the other one who died. This was actually on the um, on the. Uh, <clears throat> God, Lord, let me wet my whistle here. This was back on the sixth. Um, uh, European star, um, in French, you know, French, French actor and European star, uh, Jean Paul, uh, I'm trying, I knew I was going to butcher, I knew by the time I read, got to this, I'd forget how to say his name. Uh, Bel oh, Jean Paul Belmondo, uh, passed away. Um, now, Jean Paul Belmondo is probably not as recognizable name in, like, on this side of the Atlantic, but in Europe, it's huge. I mean, he, he was, he's, it's kind of like, uh, like Paul Newman, you know, would be over here. That's what he was across the pond. Um, mm. you know, like he, you know, they, he, uh, really was a sort of like the poster boy actor for the French new wave. Um, uh, directors like Trudeau, uh, Trudeau and, um, Jean-Luc Godard really loved using him. In fact, he, uh, his breakout performance, uh, was in a Jean-Luc Godard movie called Breathless. <laughs> Um, and Jean-Luc Picard. No, Godard. <laughs> Godard. Godish. Um, and he was also in the original Casino Royale. Uh, but, uh, but no, and, you know, I will say this. It's like when you look at his style and like the way, because he was kind of, he was, he wasn't really the typically, like, you know, prior to, to him being in movie, in, in like the French New Wave films. Uh, you know, he was a different type. You know, he was he was a different type of leading man. Like they didn't, hadn't really ever seen it because he was more kind of cynical, uh, more of an anti-hero in many ways. Um, mm -hmm. And if you look, when you look at his look in a lot of the movies and just like the way he you know, acts, the way he you know he's portrayed, you can definitely see how he influenced a lot of American actors. Um, they even called they kind of even called him you know the you know at first they referred to him as the uh, French bogey. Uh, but he definitely had a, a developed his own sort of style. Um, but you can look at him, you like, like for example, uh, looking at him in certain movies, like you can definitely see, oh, Johnny Depp totally ripped off him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, um, and that just like the kind of like you know just uh, and like he even like they talked about how he even influenced fashion and stuff like that, just because like people really emulate. It's like mm -hmm. how the way people emulated Brad Pitt, you know, for forever. Um, and, uh, uh, one of the things I thought was kind of interesting was that, uh, apparently later in his life, he suffered, a, he suffered a pretty uh, severe stroke, uh, which, um, 
uh, kind of it, it, uh, took away his ability to speak. Uh, so you know, he thought his career was over, but then he uh, became after, a mime. Well, well, no, for, after years oh. of therapy with like you know, and um, like like mental, mental and physical therapy, uh, but and doctors' care, uh, he actually regained his voice and went back to mm. acting. Uh, well, so, yeah. cool. And, and uh, yeah, he was 88 years old. Uh, died in Paris. So when when was that in his uh, life? What's that? When what age was he when that happened? Uh, let me see. Where was it? Um, I think because I think it happened. I think it happened in like the early two thousands. Uh, let's see. Because his last credit. Let me see what his last movie credit. Like he was like he was still working. So roughly, kind of like in his late sixties yeah. or seventies. Yeah, because he was born in. Uh, he was born in thirty three. So yeah. So um, and it looks like I'm trying to just look at uh, trying to see where there was a serious break in his. Like act like in his acting career, and it doesn't really look like that was a long God, this dude worked a lot. But let me see if it says in trivia here. Um, uh, oh, his favorite action star was, or his favorite action star of uh, what was it? Oh, he is. Oh, he is a favorite of action star Jackie Chan and Chow Young Fat. So mm. there, see, he he influenced them. Actually, I can't, and I can actually see that now after saying, especially with Chow Young Fat and seeing him and. Like the sunglasses and stuff like that. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, let's see if it says. Let's see here. Oh, and he and he also did a lot of his own. You know, he you know whenever he kind of got away from the French New Wave stuff and decided to do more commercial stuff, do more commercial films. Um, uh, he would do like kind of comedies and actions, and he he did most. He was pretty much his own stunt double. So you can see why he's an influence of Jackie Chan. Um, let's see here. Let's see here. Trying to see where it says where you had the. Where is it? Where is it? Tell me where you had the stroke. Stroke, stroke. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here it is. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he had the stroke back in two thousand one. Okay. And uh, then so it took him. Uh, let's see here, and then see here. So then, yeah. So he lost his. He he pretty much lost his ability to speak after that, and then, uh, after let's see here, let me look and see like how big of a break between two thousand one. Let's see here. Oh yeah, yeah. So the he made uh he basically had a um uh seven year uh, hiatus, and then went back to went back to movies. And he made one and he made one more film. So. Um, and that was, and, and yeah, so, I mean, good Lord, I mean, like taking eight years off and then coming back and apparently did very well. So, <laughs> and, and it was like the lead and, uh, he, he was basically the lead in the last film he was in. So, oh, good for him. Yeah. Good, good for you. Like I said, 88 years old. Um, basically he defined, he defined an era of filmmaking uh in in europe so you know congrats you know kudos to him and uh he geez, he will be missed r.i.p jean-luc belmondo hmm. definitely even like even looking at him too i'm like i can even kind of like just kind of looking at like just film uh like film uh picture you know, uh, uh stills and stuff it's like i can see where i can see de niro too like like in, in a lot of this so it's like you know, it was good. I liked him. <laughs> you, 
You, you're good, you. Oh, Jean-Paul. You're good, you. Jean-Paul, you're good. Oh, oh. So, but yeah. Um, Jean-Paul's got people, nipples, Greg. Could you milk Jean-Paul? Could you milk uh, Jean-Paul Belmondo? Uh, <laughs> Counselor. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, and I think that as far as I know, those are the only two that have passed um well, you know of anybody nope yeah but uh but yeah um oh i will say this before we before we go um so if you are in if you are in the chicagoland area uh i just want to let everybody know that we there is about to be a release party for ashes issue two uh it's coming up on the 28th of this month Ashes. What's that? Dude, Ashes. Well, it is a con. Well, actually, uh, it is the story of a man. (laughs) 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 No, it's a comic book. I mentioned it before on the show. It's uh, my comic book. It's a story about a character named Connor Kilpatrick, um, who is, uh, you know, uh, untimely murdered uh, by Kim and his wife are murdered. He refuses to die, so death cuts him a deal. Uh, where if he works for him, uh, you know he'll he'll eventually get the people responsible. However, it's like he's got to wait. You know he's got to wait. He can't just go out and kill them or or look for them because he has no idea who they are. Um, so you know he can only kill he can only kill people that death tells him to kill. Um, and uh, now he's stumbled upon. Uh, you know, uh, evidence that leads him to one of the people, and so he has to make the you know the decision whether or not uh, to you know kind of go against everything that he's been taught as uh, as somebody who's death's assassin, um, or you know uphold the the promise that he made death. Uh, because if he goes against it, there is a pretty good possibility that he could create a paradox. Um, I would describe it as you know John Wick meets pushing daisies because you know it's got a lot of got a lot of action a lot of kind of gun gun fighting stuff but it also there is a sort of um balance that has to be upheld kind of like in pushing daisies you know mm-hmm. um, and yeah issue two is coming out or we're, we're having the release for it on the 28th uh it's going to be at mission control um uh barcade in rogers park uh which they are actually they're having their grand opening uh, next weekend, uh, they're at the corner of uh, Morris and Glenwood, uh, right off the Red Line stop. If you take the train, um, then the next uh, we're you know after that we're gonna actually have a signing at uh, Challengers Comic Book Store on the tenth. Um, that is going to be. Uh, let me look it up here. Give me one. Uh, let's see. Here. The the main store over there on Lincoln. Uh no, it's on it's on uh Lawrence or not Lawrence uh Western uh um, Western right, yeah. that's right. So it's yeah, gonna Western. be. Actually, I don't even think I don't think that second branch is open anymore. I think they had because of COVID they had to close that one. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we're at their their main one on Western. Um, and that's gonna be uh Saturday or excuse me Sunday October tenth from twelve to uh, twelve p.m. to three thirty p.m. Um, and then the uh. I believe actually, and I forgot to mention the the uh, release party on the twenty eighth. I believe that's going to be from ten or from eight to ten p.m. Um, 
and yeah, they're selling. We're selling them uh, five dollars per copy. Uh, we, if you don't have issue one yet, we do have a few copies left of that. So come by, pick them both up, and this way you can also uh, you can get uh, you know them signed by both me and uh, Angelo, the artist. Um, and I will say this: we only have uh, for issue two right now. We only have a hundred copies, and we have numbered the inside of them. Um, so each one of them has like one out of one. Well, nobody's getting the one out of 100 because that one's mine. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, let's say like uh, eight out of 100, you know. So, uh, so yeah. And uh, that's how, you know, since that, that's what we're doing for our uh, uh, kind of the same deal we did for the first uh, printing of our last our, of issue one. So, so yeah, come, come down, get you some, get yourself some comics. And play some play some games. You know, if you're if you're coming to the release party, uh, it's he said it's a beer cage, so there are a lot of sweet cabinet games and pinball and craft beer. So Ooh. enjoy, folks. And then you know, if you come to Challengers, stick around. It's it's an it's an amazing uh, comic book store. They got a really good selection. Uh, and Patrick, the guy who runs that place, is a really cool dude. So. Yeah. So, and yeah. they have a they have a podcast too. They, yes, they do. They do have a podcast. So, <laughs> so check it out. Uh, do you happen to know the name of your podcast? Because I know that it's like Contest of Challengers. Yeah. Uh, so check it out, folks. Um, but uh, but yeah, I guess would you say that's uh, that's a wrap on that one? Or? Yeah, that's a Subway Philly cheesesteak wrap. Yeah, I don't make those anymore. Uh, but... But anywho, um, so as for you, folks, uh, you know, if you enjoy it, if you enjoy what we provide, um, uh, feel free to uh, like, uh, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with others. Um, and we probably, I, mean, I think we're probably going to try to have more guests on if that's what I, I mean. Yeah, I've, uh, uh, we were going to have some people on, but that kind of fell through. Um... You know. But I know that Patrick is uh, interested in coming back on. So you know, we're, probably... we're not all of us are movers and shakers, Caleb. So <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> so Patrick will probably be coming on again soon. Yeah, and I mean, I, I I've been meaning to talk to uh, Angelo. Yeah, uh, and uh, and possibly uh, like Joel or you know who who does my other comic. Um. But yeah, and. And yeah, we'll try to try to get some get, get some folks on. We here should and, we should uh, talk to Josh Berry too. Josh, uh, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Does he uh, does he listen to it? I don't know if you. I don't probably I don't think so. Okay, does he? Because I was gonna say I know he follows Ashes, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so we should maybe you should send him the link. Yeah. And uh, yeah, well, folks, uh, I guess we'll see you next week. Oh. Ooh. Same I'll, normal time. Yeah, same normal same. channel. Yes. <laughs> that. To quote uh, Powers Booth in, uh, un, or not Unforgiven, uh, Tombstone. Bye, Felicia. Well, well, well bye. <laughs> <laughs>